Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Oh, I was oh so close to -to back-to-back winning days, but it slipped away from me in the very end. So let's recap the losing card for Monday. The system plays in the NFL. Well, they didn't go my way. I go 0-2 there. The Jets as a home underdog get crushed by the Chargers. Then the first quarter goes over the number. The prop bets, I was lucky to even get one home. I go one and two. I lose on Johnston, and I lose on Brees Hall, but I do cash Tyler Conklin in the closing minutes. They convert a fourth down in the final two minutes of the game. He ends up going over by a ton, but I was very fortunate to get that one home. Then in the NHL, surprise, surprise, I lose yet another coin flip. I can't even hit a coin flip on the frozen pond. I had the over five and a half. It finishes three to two. Then in the NBA, I pushed an unbelievable game. I had the Miami Heat minus the one against the L.A. Lakers, and I can't remember the last time I had a team win a basketball game by one point, and they didn't score in the final three-plus minutes. Yeah, how do I never get fouled and go to the line to score a point? Didn't happen, and I pushed the minus one. Then in college basketball, it was good to have it back. I thought I was going to go nine and four, but Bakersfield – Oh, they let an easy win slip away late in that game. So I end up going eight and five on the opening night of college basketball. My top four bets on Twitter all hit. So my best bets had a good night. And you guys on Twitter, you voted for Georgia Tech. Well, you voted for both Georgia Tech and Toledo. I added the extra unit on Georgia Tech and we cashed the ticket. So that's how we do on Monday. But now let's get to the card for Tuesday. And we start with Maction Football. Three games on the docket, and I'll touch all three. We start with Northern Illinois, minus the 10 against Ball State. So Ball State is 2-7 and seven on the season. They're 129th in the power rankings, yet they've actually covered three straight against the spread. They had the seven-point loss to Toledo in bad weather, a seven-point upset win over Central Michigan. Then last week, they lost by three at Bowling Green. I kind of felt Bowling Green should have covered that game, but they didn't get it done for me. Northern Illinois is now 4-5 and five on the season after losing straight up at Central Michigan as a 6.5-point favorite to end their three-game winning streak. Ball State is averaging just 11.5 points per game in their seven losses this season. Northern Illinois is giving up just 13.3 points per game in their conference wins. So I strongly considered playing the Cardinals team total to the under, but I'm expecting a nice bounce back from Rocky Lombardi and the Huskies tonight. So I'll lay the 10 with Northern Illinois at home over Ball State. Next up on the card, it's a rivalry game. It's Central Michigan plus the three at Western Michigan. So Western Michigan has exceeded my expectations this year. Three and six after a 45-21 victory over Eastern Michigan last time out. The Broncos are actually five and one against the spread over the last six. So they've been playing some really good football. Central Michigan has the better record this season. They're 5-4 and four on the year. It's been up and down, though. Last week, a nice upset win over Northern Illinois to end a four-game losing streak against the spread. So once again, it's a rivalry, and it's also a revenge spot for the Chippewas. Last year, Western Michigan pulled the upset as a 10-point underdog. So give me Central Michigan this time around, plus the three on the road at Western Michigan. And the final game in Maction football tonight, it's Ohio at Buffalo. So I flip-flop on this line. So when in doubt, you know the drill. Bet the first half under. 
So I'm going to play Ohio and Buffalo first half under the 21 and a half points. And Buffalo's actually played five straight unders themselves. Ohio this season, six of their nine games have gone to the under. And Ohio gave up 30 points to Miami of Ohio last time out. So I do expect a much better defensive effort this week from the Bobcats. But I'm on Ohio and Buffalo first half under the 21 and a half. NBA, there's no NBA on Tuesday, so no coin flip for me. On the frozen pond, will I win one? I haven't been able to cash on first period unders. I haven't cashed on totals, so I'm going to try a money line, and I didn't win on puck lines to start. I'm trying everything in the NHL just to get one win. It's the Arizona Coyotes and the Seattle Kraken. Both sides are a minus 110, so I went to the coin. Heads it is. That's the home team. So I'm going to back the Arizona Coyotes, minus the 110, on the money line against the Seattle Kraken. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Next up, we go to college basketball. And yesterday, I handicapped 108 games and selected 13. This time around, it was tough to force four onto the card. But we're going to start at the Big Ten. It's Florida Gulf Coast, plus the 12.5 at Indiana. So this is the first regular season game at Assembly Hall since the passing of the general, Robert Montgomery Knight. So I almost pulled this one off the card for sentimental reasons. Former Penn State head coach Pat Chambers brings an experienced group in from Florida Gulf Coast. They were 17-15 and last year. They have the 40th most minutes returning in the country. And defense is one of the calling cards for the Eagles. They held opponents under 61 points in 12 different games last year. Florida Gulf Coast is projected to finish second in the Atlantic Sun. Their best player for the Eagles? Well, it's Isaiah Thompson. And he's familiar with Indiana since he started 20 games at Purdue before transferring. So it's a good backcourt, and that should always really help on the road, of course. Indiana, on the other hand, well, they're attempting to reload. They rank 281st in minutes returning. Gone is Jackson Davis and his 21 points per game. Only one of the top five scorers from last year is back for the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers should have some success down low with the big Oregon transfer. They've added some good pieces, but I think this one will be in doubt at the under eight. So I'm going to grab the 12 and a half with the Eagles of Florida Gulf Coast on the road at Indiana. Next up, we stay in the Big Ten. It's UNC Asheville plus the 11 and a half at Michigan. So not the first game opponent that I would have scheduled. UNC Asheville returns the 37th most minutes in the country. They have four of five starters back from a 27-8 and team a year ago. They are the heavy favorite to win the Big South again. The Bulldogs rank 17th in the mid-major top 25 poll. Drew Pember is one to watch. He averaged over 20 points per game last year for UNC Asheville, so he can light it up. Michigan is projected to drop all the way to 11th in the Big Ten this year after losing two to the NBA, three to the portal, including Hunter Dickinson. The Wolverines did hit the portal hard, but the losses were too significant. This line would have been 15 last year, 
To me, 11 and a half is almost an insult. We might have a live dog again tonight with an experienced road team. So I'm going to grab the 11 and a half with UNC Asheville on the road at Michigan. Next up, we go to the Big East. It's DePaul minus the 11 and a half against Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne. So both teams had a major roster overhaul in the offseason. Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne has the 342nd most experienced roster returning with just 18.9 points per game back this season. Ten new faces for the Mastodons with portal ads averaging 13.9 points at the Division I level. The, the wild card in this game might be a kid by the name of Rashid Bello. He's a Chicago kid that went to DePaul Prep. He averaged 17.9 points per game last year in Division Three. IPFW is projected to finish eighth this year in the horizon. DePaul, well, unfortunately, they lost four starters and 10 total players from last year, plus they lost a four-star recruit in September. So Tony Stubblefield is hoping to have Kansas State-type magic piecing together a portal roster with transfers from Texas Tech, UCLA, Minnesota, Wyoming, and South Carolina. The Blue Demons have been a bottom three team since 2007. I've loved DePaul since the Ray Meyer era. I do hope better days are ahead. The line last year would have been around 10. This isn't my favorite price on the board, but I'm going to lay the number with the Blue Demons at home over Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne. Then the final game of the card for you, it's in the Mountain West. It's Nevada, minus the 13 against Sacramento State. So I'm scratching my head a little bit over this line. Nevada has five of their top seven scores back from an NCAA tournament team a season ago. Steve Alford's Wolfpack are projected fourth in a very good Mountain West Conference this year. Meanwhile, Sacramento State is projected fifth in the Big Sky after losing five of their top six scores from a 14-18 and 18 team season last year. So the Hornets hit the portal hard. They landed six fresh faces. They have some size with five players 6'9 or taller, and now they have seven different countries and five different continents represented on the roster. So an international flavor to say the least, making this an intriguing team to watch develop during the course of the year. But given the roster turnover, this line seems a little light to me. Nevada did win their exhibition game by only four, so maybe I should be a little more concerned, but I'm not. I'm going to lay the 13 with the Wolfpack of Nevada at home over Sacramento State. So let's recap your card for Tuesday. In Maction Football, I'm on Northern Illinois, minus the 10 against Ball State. I'm on Central Michigan, plus the 3 at Western Michigan. I'm on Ohio and Buffalo in the first half, under 21 and a half. On the Frozen Pond, I'm on the Arizona Coyotes on the money line against the Seattle Kraken. In college basketball, I'm on Florida Gulf Coast, plus the 12 and a half at Indiana. I'm on UNC Asheville, plus the 11 and a half at Michigan. I'm on DePaul, the Blue Demons, minus the 11 and a half against Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne. And I'm on Nevada, minus the 13 against Sacramento State. So Monday night was a great night of college hoops. I hope Tuesday can live up to the billing and we can have another fun night of basketball. But that's my card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.